Welcome again to the Captain's Vlog podcast, uh, episode six uh, in the series, and this time it's the pros and cons of leg eight, the last leg of the Clipper Around the World's Yacht Race, uh, which normally takes you from the east coast of the USA uh, across the North Atlantic in early summer, uh, and then to the finish port, sometimes via one or two other stops. Uh, in the 11-12 race, which uh, in which I was around the world, we left uh, Nova Scotia, uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, and we crossed over the Grand Banks, um, sort of perfect storm territory, and um, Flemish Cap, and we sailed north, staying south of an ice gate. Uh, obviously, the the um, uh, ice is coming down from um, uh, from up north, so. Uh, we stayed south of an ice gate for safety and then crossed uh, the North Atlantic very quickly as it transpired because we were riding on the coattails of um, a tropical revolving storm that had come up from um, from the Caribbean. So that was um, a fantastic crossing. We, we flew across pretty much on a beam reach. Some of the boats ahead of us um, um, had a harder time of it because I think they had wind forward of the beam for most of the way. So um, we did quite well there. Um, relatively short race and um it in my experience on the 11 12 it was split into um what was it into three different races so we crossed to uh derry londonderry and then from there we started again and went north around scotland and down to uh, the port of den helder and then from den helder we had a short sort of three-day sail back to southampton uh, where we finished the round the world race so one of the pros to leg eight is that it may possibly be split into more than one race and if that's the case um, you get again more bites of the cherry so you haven't just got all your um, your all your marbles in one bag and hoping that um, you know that you don't have a problem and therefore it screws up your race result so that's one advantage another advantage you're crossing the North Atlantic in early summer. So whilst the North Atlantic is still the North Atlantic and is never wholly hospitable at those latitudes, um, it is a little bit warmer. But, um, you know, like you wouldn't go sailing in the Channel on a summer's day without all the kit. You shouldn't even consider about it in the North Atlantic. Um, there is an ice gate, and for that reason alone, it will give you some indication that it's not going to be hugely warm and it might be pretty inclement weather. So North Atlantic is not the coldest, and probably not the windiest of legs at that time of year, but it's still North Atlantic, Northern Hemisphere, um, early summer. So it's um, it's going to be a challenging ocean to cross. Um, relatively short race because it's a relatively small ocean comparison to the North Pacific or the Southern Ocean. So it's probably half the distance. And for that reason uh, alone, it's going to be less time at sea. Start point start port well it's going to be somewhere interesting on the eastern coast of north america and um it's probable i would have thought in most cases that to make the leg um interesting and competitive there's going to be more than one element to the leg although of course that varies from race to race um the big advantage i suppose to leg eight is and it's the reason it's called one of the glory legs leg one being the other one is that of course uh, 
you're triumphantly returning to the start port to finish the race. And yeah, that's obviously got a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of fuss and fanfare. Um, it's great to see loved ones at the end of the race. I mean, as a round the world, or if you've done the whole thing, it's well, it it, it means a huge amount to both have finished the race but by then you're probably getting pretty tired um and uh, maybe even a bit sick of being at sea for a whole year or ne nearly but um but just i can't explain the emotional experience of of uh, having left somewhere 11 months previously and then racing back into the same waters to finish a circumnavigation it's pretty spectacular and um lots of grown men i saw um, had a tear in their eye um, seeing family and friends after a long absence so it's great fun leg 8 the finish is fantastic the race itself is um, normally split into bite sized chunks it incorporates an ocean crossing which of course is a big advantage those have never crossed an ocean before it's a big bucket list item to tick um, it um, should be relatively enjoyable sailing on the basis that you are coming into early summer although you are fairly north in terms of latitude too and it should uh, you should see a fair share of decent um, wave sizes and boat speeds um, it's also the end of the race so you know if racing is close it's going to be exciting racing with everybody absolutely throwing everything to the to, to the wind really to try and um, improve their final result so those boats that haven't had a podium if there's any boats that haven't had a podium by then they're all going to be desperate uh, to get on the podium those that have been on the podium consistently and are in a good position to win the race overall are going to be equally desperate to uh, secure their position at the head of the fleet so leg eight uh, for those reasons is um, uh, has lots of pros to it um, one of the cons, I suppose, and there's very few really, but one of the cons to legate is that if you are only doing legate and you join as a legger, you're going to be joining your crewmates on a boat you haven't sailed on for quite a significant period of time. And um, if you're a strong sailor, then that's not going to be so much of a problem. But if you're a relatively newbie, then um, a disadvantage is going to be that you're joining a crew of, uh, around the world as by then, will be very experienced, hardened sailors used to the boat used to how it all works and they'll be working together and sailing the boat pretty much um to a, to a large extent on their own um so the the downside i suppose to that is you're coming in as a newbie um with um the same experience level or less because you've been off the boat for a while that you had at the end of your level four training and if you haven't kept on the water and kept your skills up you're going to find it um more challenging to get up to speed um a way around that, and something I did when I was skipper on um, the thirteen fourteen race, was that I, I allocated people, um, experienced around the worlders and experienced leggers that were doing multi legs to um, to mentor those new uh, newbies that were arriving for leg eight. Um, the advantages to newbies same as ever: new conversation, uh, new um, excitement, new emotional energy, um, all of those things still. And uh, in my experience on the race, on all the boats I was on, there was no delineation between round the worlders and leggers in terms of who was important in the team. Although, of course, as the race continues, the round the worlders generally become more experienced and uh, more skilled at all the different jobs on board. So 
you know, you're going to have to put up with that if you've just joined for the end of the race. But um, you will be, I'm sure, welcomed with open arms. And the big advantage is that you do get to sail across the finish line, which is obviously great fun. And um, you also being mentored by experienced sailors by then. So um, you're, you should vastly improve your sailing skills on the race uh, if you're a non-sailor to start and have just um, completed the training element. And um, I think for that reason alone, it's it's worthwhile because you're going to be you're going to be on a boat which is being pushed um, hard and within the limits of its crew, and um, you're going to learn very quickly um, all the tips and tricks that have been learnt by others on your team during the circumnavigation. So ups and downs, yeah, relatively temperate climate, um, potentially warm or cold. Um, there is um, an interesting start and finish line. Um, obviously, you've got an exciting, um, an exciting end to a race ahead of you, and you get to enjoy all of the the glamour, if you like, and the excitement of the end of what is now a fairly significant worldwide international sporting event as one of the protagonists. So that's the reason it's called one of the glory legs, and uh, for good reason. Um, it's um, it's an ocean crossing. It's still very much a, a challenge. Um, very easy after some of the bigger legs in the Southern Ocean and the North Pacific for those around the world as amongst the crew to start saying, oh, well, it's just North Atlantic. We'll cross that. North Atlantic is still a big, open, potentially challenging, scary ocean. So um, you, you can't rest on your laurels. And um, as a legger, you'll get a lot out of leg eight. So, um, um, yeah, I hope that helps. Um, in terms of kit requirements, etc., I would suggest you go to uh, fearsturtle.co.uk to have a look through kit and how layering works or listen to earlier podcasts. Um, if you've got any questions or you want to add your own experiences, then please do so. You can do that either on the Anchor FM podcast app, which you can download to your smartphone, or alternatively, you can go to Fierce Turtles' YouTube channel. And um, if you go to the Captain's Vlog series playlist, um, there will be a comment section under there. Um, any um, affiliate links? Uh, that's me forgetting to turn my phone off, if you heard that ping. Uh, any affiliate links, then please, um, if, you'd, uh, if, you, uh, if you have any interest in buying any of the bits and pieces that are in the affiliate links uh, from Amazon or elsewhere, if you click on the link, I get a few pence as a little introduction uh, commission, and it costs you no more. So um, thanks for all of that. I hope this has been of some use to you. Uh, the last in this series will be my comments on the pros and cons of being around the world crew, and uh, that will follow in the next episode. Thanks for listening. This podcast is entirely independent and in no way endorsed by the wonderful folks at the Clipper Round the World Yacht Race, Clipper Training, or Clipper Ventures. Mm-hmm.